0: Here we go. Here we go. Is
1: that your new way of saying live? Here we go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is um, Bags of clothes Not idea. Not Something that I thought Would ever happen Like if you were to have told me At the onset Of Starting this show That we would get to a point Where We'd be sitting here with some Costco wholesale Yeah uh, Drip as they call it Mhm. Um, I would have told you you were crazy. I was going to say, that's not gonna, That's n- no way. That ain't yeah, gonna impossible. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Of course, uh, all bets are off after this. You have no idea what to expect on this uh-huh. show or in the world after this. Yeah, The Kirkland drip, which goes hard, as has been stated. Yep. In this community, in the chat On uh, numerous occasions I just got here And you, so you actually Picked this stuff up you, um, uh-huh, yeah. You're you currently wearing one, can we catch a glimpse? Yep I'm uh, officially an employee So, I mean, you just check that. You look at this here And it's hard not to appreciate Just the The feeling that you get When you see that logo there, that uh-huh, yeah. On Will's chest mm-hmm. And you get that comfort associated with Entering your favorite local warehouse I feel cozy <laughs> These are uh, This is nice Okay so what's crazy as well Is that what was available to you on the website This particular crew neck hoodie
2: Yeah
1: Last chance to get it You got in right in the nick of time yeah, fourteen dollars no. no, and ninety-seven all cents. They're sold out. And uh, maybe we were talking too loud about it. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe too much we, demand now. Limited quantities. Maybe we were talking too loud about it. Now, obviously, when we originally showed off that that article, there were like five, six pieces in the collection. Yeah, you had the pattern one. I'm trying to remember what other ones you got. Well, you had this one in black. Yeah, Costco
2: clothing. Oh,
1: you had one that just said Kirkland Signature big in the front on the white. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sweatshirt. Solid. And I wanted the the mini one. And you wanted the mini one. Uh, and it's all the rage on TikTok as really it. And I. There one. you go. The wrapping paper drip. You Got this one. So, in Canada, there isn't a lot of uh, variety. Canadiana. I went to the store. Oh, I thought you were uh, going to say I went to the States. I was like, that's a commitment, right? Yeah, I wish. I,
2: I went there, nothing, and then uh, I found a few um, variations online. Yeah. So, yeah, this one here, and then uh, we got some sweatpants.
1: Well, this, this one, one, this one, since it said final run, like last chance... I told you uh, I can't really crack this. I gotta put it straight on stock X now. <laughs> yeah. Because You can it, fetch uh Oh I can fetch, I'll tell you what. What twenty bucks or <laughs> I can fetch. Listen. All I need to do is make my profits on my uh what was it, fourteen? Yeah. You know I'm gonna do better than fourteen on stock X. People in the chat said uh if
2: Mo wore it, Costco price would skyrocket.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs> or uh Buy high, sell low, right? Yeah. yeah, Well, I don't know. This one's in XL. I think Mo might be swimming in that. Okay. okay. I'm just guessing, but it is possible he can take a crack at it. It's beautiful stuff. I mean, it's comfy. We got the so we got the uh, the crew neck with the logo there, Uh Costco wholesale on it, and we've also got the uh, men's jogger Costco wholesale on it. Yeah, as well. So, I'm I'm, yeah. It's perfect for a sleepy or a rainy day. Or you have uh, this is not this is not sponsored. (laughs) How's
0: that? People picking up all this Costco
1: gear over here. (laughs) Yeah, you might have to get it at StockX, guys. I don't know. You might have to get it at StockX, guys. I wanted to tell you. I might have to do a little live uh, try. Maybe like. Maybe we'll do uh, an intermission. Okay, yeah. Where you and I go full Costco wholesale. All right, yeah. I'm not going to go into depth about it. Okay. What is Apple CEO Tim Cook talking about? He has ordered a headset launch despite the designers warning that it wasn't ready. Mm. That's why Johnny Ive left. He's like, you got to listen to us designers can't just be worried about the bottom line yeah. there's more to this Design story first there's more to this can go work for ferrari now or my own company yeah love i love from i love from but then i'm gonna get hired and contracted by the likes of ferrari uh-huh. so this is just a report um take it as you will
2: just a report mm-hmm. but it seems like he really wants this
1: headset to be launched well, listen, they need a new product category badly. That's right. I said it badly. Apple, they're falling apart. They're in shambles. They have 20 bucks left. Mm. Apple CEO Tim Cook sided with operations chief Jeff Williams is pushing to launch a first-generation mixed-reality headset device this year against the wishes of the company's design team. The timing of the mixed-reality headset launch has apparently Been a cause of considerable contention at Apple, the company's industrial design team cautioned that devices in this category were not yet ready for launch and wanted to delay until a lightweight AR glasses product had matured several years later. On the other hand, Apple's operation team wanted to ship an early version of the product in the form of a VR-focused ski goggle-like headset that allows users to watch 3D videos, perform interactive workouts, or make FaceTime calls with virtual avatars. Tim Cook, who served as Apple's operation chief prior to becoming CEO, reportedly sided with Jeff Williams, overruling objections from Apple's designers and pressing for an early launch with a more limited product. Speaking to the Financial Times, former Apple engineers who worked on the device described the huge pressure to ship. Mm. 3000 bucks is the uh, rumored price point. It is just a report, as Will says. However, I can see it being the case. The problem is that there's, well, listen.
2: Is there demand for AR?
1: Well, listen. Listen here, Will. Huh? Certain point, you get these shareholders in there, and they go and they call up Tim, and they say, Tim.
2: Give us something new.
1: They say, Tim, yeah. we're worried you're not working on anything over there. They say, Tim, we're worried you're spending too much time watching Lou later. Oh. The reason we know this is because you're, Crew neck sweatshirt says Costco on it. <laughs> He's uh, a yeah. big fan. There's only one way this could have happened. Yeah, we've been infiltrated. Oh. Instead, we're gonna need you to make some products. We're gonna need you to put the Apple logo on a couple of things. Mm, mm. Yeah, you did the watch, okay? You put the word Ultra. We kind of already had the watch yeah. though for big a while. Luck. Oh, you did the chips, okay? Yeah, M one, M two, M Pro, and, and everything else. You did it. So you sold a couple, but guess what, people? They're not really... uh, uh, It's not the volume. We're looking for that iPhone moment all over again. We're looking for that new product category. Where's the car, Tim? Where's the headsets? Mm. You're telling me Mark down the road is doing a headset, buying the... changing his name? Tim's like, yeah, but... Who says it's going to work? He's just doing it. Tim, Tim, Tim. Trying to... Just trying to do whatever Mark's doing? Do whatever Mark's doing? Uh, The $3,000 price point is what a lot of people are questioning. This, the original, the earliest version of this was meant to be more from the standpoint of like Creators, production type app developers, like a a tool. Yeah, not meant for like everyday mass consumption. Yeah. And, uh, but you know how people are in the Apple world. They'll buy it, they just go, I know it's not really intended for me, but it's got, I'm going to need that. Mm hmm. I'm going to need one of those, so it'll Just still cause. it'll still be huge, and, yeah. and they still won't be able to meet demand, and everybody will be trying to play around with it, and seeing what Apple's take on AR is, and, but yeah, the rumor is legit, 3000 bucks, and maybe that's a way as well of them kind of limiting the exposure of the product, mm. kind of making sure that those that get one are not the general public in most cases, because sure. the general public be sitting there saying, what am I going to do with this? Uh-huh. This is not ready. This is half-baked. This is half-cooked. Yeah. And maybe they don't want that type of attention right now. Yeah. Maybe, that, maybe the product is ready for those early types that want to start working on some software, but maybe it's not ready for those later types. Uh-huh. Look at this image right here. And maybe at the same time, Tim or Jeff, not Bezos, Williams are sitting there saying, "Well, we got to get something out there. We need them to start playing around. We need our guys to start playing around. See what they want to make in there. And we got to put something on their heads." And then and then they put this on their head and then in the meantime they're miniaturizing. Uh-huh. They're seeing the type of applications. And they're making their adjustments. I don't know. This is a uh,
2: highly anticipated <laughs> highly or hotly highly Not hotly. This is a product category. I don't think um, right now is too hot. Not too hot. But if Apple launches it, it might change the whole industry. Just need Apple to do it. Industry
1: changed. Industry changing developments. Okay, that's very loud. Here we are on stage with another industry changing development. Are you listening, Will? From your hot seat. Would you use it? Is there,
2: if it's just AR and, uh, like, what's the use case would you think you would use it for?
1: I don't know. I can't even be inside these things anymore, Will. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: We got to crack open the PSVR.
1: That's what I'm saying. I out. can't even be inside these things anymore. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just living out there, you know. Yeah, real I'm, life. I'm just, I don't, I can't be in these things anymore. Mm. Maybe it's, uh, you <laughs> I don't know. escaped it. Well, I think, I think what's going to happen is it's going to kind of quietly get good until it's so good that future generations are just in it. They're just there. Mm-hmm. It's like, it would, it seems odd to not mm-hmm. be inside your headset. That's what's going to happen. It's going to quietly happen. There's going to be slight uh, pushback from us old folks. We're just going to be like, Hey man. Go for a hike or let's have some old time lemonade. Nah. And it'd be like lemonade.
0: <laughs>
1: what was that? The straw for the lemonade. Oh. That's you? Old timey. Oh. I used to have a lemonade in my cupboard, it was pure sugar. Uh, it was a little powder that you would oh. scoop out of there and kids would come from far and wide. <laughs> When I was in, Your lemonade shop? When I was in elementary school, yeah. and oh, one scoop would do you. Oh, it'll do ya. Yeah. Uh, all you got to do is you pour a cup of water, you put one scoop of this potent material, neon potent material in there. They call it lemonade. It's more like lemon drink. Mm. And it'll punch you right in the face. Mm. It's potent stuff. And you'll be hooked. And it came in a barrel. I can imagine as a kid. It came in a barrel. You want to know where my dad bought a that barrel? barrel? You want to know where You want to know where he picked that up? Yeah, that's oh. right. It's right on your shirt there.
2: <laughs> really?
1: Okay. Damn right. It's right on your shirt there. A lemonade barrel. It's your employer, oh, actually. Yeah. Hmm. It's your your, re, your actual employer. Yeah. Someone says, Lou in elementary school. What year was that? I don't know. 90s? Wasn't it? Yeah. Might be the 90s. Early, late, early
2: late? 90s?
1: No, early, I'd be too young to be making lemonade for the townspeople. It would have been late 90s. Okay. what I had to be. Yeah. Elementary? Well, listen, what are you, you're 12 <laughs> years old in grade, in grade eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, you just go straight from, ele- Dude, what, you didn't have any middle school, did you? You went straight from elementary? I went to though? middle school. Yeah. Oh, you had a middle school? Yeah.
2: From seven to eight. Easy. Yeah, I don't know why. Easy on all that. I think my high school didn't have uh, the two
1: previous years. You went to a middle school? Yeah, I was weird. Wouldn't that be six, seven, eight then? No. Just seven and eight. Uh-huh, yeah. It's it's very strange. It's barely even a middle school. I know. Yeah. Wow.
2: To this day, I still am kept awake from this mystery.
1: Seven and eight. <laughs> I had a barrel of that stuff. Yeah. And the scoop was supposed to be. Pre- Where is it? Let me find Pre measured. It's called uh, Country Time Lemonade. The scoop was supposed to be pre measured, but it was so. Po- That's the barrel over there. No, no, no. Not pre mixed. You got to get the barrel of it. This one? Oh, baby. 2.4 oh. kilos of sugar. <laughs> oh, baby. Look at that. Quick delivery. Oh, it was. There's potent. no lemon in here. It was potent, <laughs> that stuff. I'll tell you. Punch <laughs> it right in the face or punch it right. It's like uh, sugar and citric acid. It would punch it right in the chin. It tasted like a sour key that never got sweet. Have you ever tried it without uh, water? Oh, just a scoop? Just a spoonful? I'd, I'm pretty sure I'd be hospitalized. Yeah. And look at it at the top like source of vitamin C. Yeah, yeah this stuff was in my cabinet and word got out. The community realized it, and they said, wow, you got kilos of that stuff? I was like, well, my dad goes to Costco. And then they're like, well, why don't you mix me up one of
0: those?
2: And you're like, <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Uh, yeah, somebody says middle school is usually six, seven, eight. Yeah, They kind of phased out middle school around here, and you go straight from elementary school to... Yeah, to uh, high school and so basically you're from like grade 1 to 8 is in one school and Mm -hmm. then grade 9 to 12 is in another school Mm -hmm. although there was a grade 13 at one time as well Yeah, which was kind of uh, weird Mm -hmm. but Will was in middle school imagine that you thought you were like you thought you were a big shot for two years you're like look at me 7 and 8 especially when you were an 8 when you were an 8 you're like I run this place Just those grade sevens over there. Freshman into a sophomore. And then you hit the actual high school, and you're nothing. Small beans. You're nothing. You wear a shirt like that, you're like, it's cool. I probably... I get punched in the mouth. You got a bloody nose day one, dripping on your Costco drip. Yeah.
2: I was like, I thought I was cool.
1: (laughs) Get punched again. Yeah. Um... Someone's saying, I can't imagine 8th graders at recess with 2nd graders. Yeah, you got a point. I think there's an argument in either direction. On the one side, you're saying, yeah, the the bullying is off the charts. On the other side, you're saying, well, maybe uh, that exposure, maybe you had some of the older kids stick up for the younger ones and kind of show them the ropes if they're decent humans. Mm -hmm. I think it depends a lot on scale. If you have a really big school in terms of volume... Across those age groups, I, I could see it being an issue because mm-hmm, you have all that mm-hmm. anonymity and showing off and mm-hmm. Will getting punched in the nose and all that. If you have a small enough total group, then it's kind of less cool to be a jerk, in my experience. Right. You're like, hey, man, like, we all know each other. What are you doing? Like, if you're at a party and one guy's an absolute goof— like Again, absolute Yeah, it's too small. Whack job. You're like, all right, we're good. You can leave. We're good without huh? you. And everyone can kind of collectively no, that doesn't work every single time. But it's when those groups get to a certain scale, you get into those mega schools and it's pure anonymity and it's like social media manifested in real life. It's like, Who's that over there? Hey, who's that over there? He said, What about me? He said, What? Yeah. It's like, no, actually it's your neighbor. You guys used to play in the sand pit together. Don't care, I'm, b- I'm big now. Don't care, don't care about him. Sounds like a thirty-year-old man. Don't care, yeah, you know, kids. Like they started or- get a little bit of a beard going in high school, and all of a sudden, they were instantly adult. Uh huh. Yeah. And adults are stupid instantly. Like they don't know anything. Uh huh. Can't you see my beard hairs? They don't know anything. I know everything already. It's like, hey, man, you've been alive for, I don't know, yeah. 13, 14 years. I know, I know everything. You're, so, you're all so dumb. Screwing up the world. Mm. I'm going to fix it. It's like your voice keeps getting deeper. Are you yeah. Is that natural or are you enhancing that? You sound like Batman. <laughs> so deep. Oh, man. Mmm. Yeah, somebody here says I had a mustache in sixth grade. Well, that was like news at school. You had a mustache—that's news. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Is that guy over there? Is that a mustache he's got going out over there? Is he shaving?
2: And it grows pretty quickly. <laughs> what from, like whiskers to like a full on stash? I remember.
1: Are you speaking from experience? Uh, oh yeah.
2: <laughs> so it was uh, embarrassing for like a week. And then it's like, oh okay, he's fully grown in. Great.
1: (laughs) Will he do do just in the mirror? He just
2: (laughs) What What, what am I gonna do? These whiskers mom. What am I gonna do?
0: What do I do now? What am I gonna do about this? Yeah. 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 Oh,
1: high school life. Yeah. Or even before that. You know. New health monitoring features powered by AirPods coming soon. Well, we, we, we knew about this because other companies have done this. They're like, why don't we just get the heart rate right in the ear? You're wearing the pods. Why you got to wear the watch? You got the app. Mm-hmm. We can just get the heart rate, track the fitness right in the ear there. And then eliminate one device. It's kind of convenient. Sometimes you don't want to wear the watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're listening to music anyway. No, I don't know if they can do some of the more advanced stuff. I don't think you're doing any type of ECG over there, but heart rate, I think, no problem. Apple itself has acknowledged the health potential of AirPods, teasing that it's an area in which it's heavily investing. Now, Bloomberg reports that we can expect Apple to launch new health features for AirPods sometimes in the next year or two, sometime in the next year or two. In the latest edition of his Power On newsletter, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman says that Apple intends to upgrade the AirPods to become a health tool in the next year or two. A health tool. I mean, does he say exactly? I believe Apple intends to upgrade the AirPods to become a health tool in the next year or two with the ability to get hearing data of some sort. Mm. Interesting. Hearing tests? Shout out, Steven. Uh, the AirPods have long had a feature called Live Listen that can boost audio from across a room. He, so he's talking about hearing aids. I thought he was. I thought they were going to go the direction of heart rate monitoring mm. and fitness, but they're actually, think about how big the market is for hearing aids mm. and the difficulty in, well, probably even determining that there's a he- hearing ailment. You can probably walk around for a long time with subpar hearing without feedback suggesting that you should sure. benefit from some kind of enhancement. You know, it was like, what? What? Hmm. Huh? You know what I'm talking I, about?
2: Yeah, that's me. I have like some sort of permanent hearing loss.
1: Well, what were you doing? Uh, it's, ever whisk, it's ever since you got those whisk. Ever since you got those whiskers, yeah, you're trying to I, I, show it off. Be around that time. Yeah, you're trying to show off. Um, um, but
2: I guess you would have to be wearing it all the time, like a hearing aid,
1: right? Well, I don't know. I think I think it could be used in two ways. I think that there might be a possibility of having it as a diagnostic tool to essentially say, "Hey, uh, m- maybe maybe you could benefit from." From boosting the transparency, maybe you could even, as a har- from a hardware perspective, enhance the external microphones on there. Mm. And then also, maybe you could have warnings ba- uh, based on volume. And like, there's a lot of ways this could be implemented. Sure. But I think there's a lot of people wearing some sort of hearing aid style device. And so, if the AirPod can absorb some of that, that could be big business. Mm hmm. Apple to launch a redesigned HomePod with a 7-inch display in 2024. Of course, another report. Of course, ming cheese involved. This is looking like some of the devices other companies are doing in the kitchen or or the bedside. Like, I don't even know where you're supposed to put these things.
0: Mm.
1: I'm not doing any of the FaceTiming. I'm kind of against it. I don't know what it is, Will. I just can't. Video calls? They're like, hey, man, can you uh, video in on that? I'm like, all right, sure. Camera turned off. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, man, hey, do you mind uh, throwing the camera on? I'm like, no. You can't. No. Um, don't need it. Not even to like uh, relatives? Or- don't need it. Okay. You can't see me. I don't know. I don't even, I don't like the phone. I don't like, you know this, Will. But not even with family? Family, I'd be like, well, which family are you talking about? How far away are they? Like distant. Yeah, they're far. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. Well, I'm not. I won't say I've never done it, but for me, <laughs> they're like everyone's like gathered around.
2: Hi, you just like shut off your camera. That's right.
1: That's <laughs> right. For me, it's like uh, okay. This might sound a little bit harsh, mm. and, and and maybe I need more sensitivity training here. Mm. But sometimes it actually enhances the distance for me. It enhances the—it doesn't do the thing for me emotionally that I think it's supposed to do. Mm. I feel the same way sometimes about pictures and memories. and I'm like Tom Cruise in Minority Report. I'm just crying. I'm just sitting there. Like It's not having the effect on me uh, psychologically that I think it must be for some people that are like, well, this is better than nothing.
0: Mm.
1: For me, it's a reminder that I'm just not going to see these people. Mm -hmm. it's just a reminder that there's incredible distance there but would it be better than
2: a phone call
1: no even phone calls I don't really like I'm like you want to meet up later like instantly I'm like are are you going to the thing okay cool I'll see you like I don't really want to go hey there how are you doing and then we're just on the phone for three hours and we could have drove over there okay what if they're far away but that's my point when they're far away I'm like Listen, it's too bad that we're, that we're far apart. It's but, too bad. But if we're on the phone here, for me, again, could you have a laugh or this and that, but what is the like, lasting effect on me emotionally is, ah oh, damn, remember when I used to actually see that person? That's the effect. That's the residual that I personally have. But don't you want to like know what they're up to? and? But it's all like so – it's all so meaningless in, in this scenario where it's happening in isolation in these small little packages mm. and there's no human connection or a limited human connection from a resolution perspective. Like I just, I just really like real life. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I really like real life and wherever you can cross paths and interact with people – even if sometimes it's strictly circumstantial, I think it's superior to low resolution contact with people who you perceive as having some some previous past life strong connection to. It's like listen, there's some reason why resolution matters. Is what I'm trying to get at. To me, tr- resolution matters tremendously. Yeah, and I, I agree. Communication is incredibly complicated and i need all the data i can get when i want to really communicate or as much data as possible when i really communicate mm-hmm. so you got to set aside some time sometimes uh it doesn't even work within your plans because you got to stay up too late because the opportunity presents itself they're like this con- you know this conversation this point of contact this uh, Intimacy level of the depth of this conversation requires an investment right now. So I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually compromise other aspects of my life to to embed myself in it. And I'm talking real life. Will I hear you? Other people that put it on a schedule. It's our yearly call. How you been? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I wouldn't agree with all of it, but um I, I do think that it's nice to hear um like someone's voice if I miss them or something or vice versa. And to see what they're up to.
1: And you're like most you know? people. You're like most people. Most people yeah. don't see don't have any kind of um any kind of problem with that. So mm-hmm. I realize I'm the outlier there. People love to catch up on the phone. Sure, yeah. My brother will sit on the phone for way longer than it would take for him to drive over and for us to hang out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? Because we could easily just hang out. Yeah. And some people say, well, what about the carbon footprint? You know, you drive over there. And I I think that...
2: uh, (laughs) Convenience in this case really matters, you know, because you can even devolve uh, into I,
1: texting. I, you want to know something? I feel like let me let me let me let me go one step <laughs> okay. deeper here because I used to travel a lot when my kids were really young. Yeah, and it used to be difficult, and I would at the time video call with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is when I came to the realization that I don't that it's pain. It's just pain. It's just like okay, good night. Okay. Story you time, the and then you're just in a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's it, just darkness, freaking weird, man. It's really weird. It's like you almost just want to get your job done and get home as quickly as possible and not even be reminded of the fact. And maybe right. that's maybe if it, it's selfish because maybe it's helpful to the kids to actually yeah, see you, yeah, but yeah. I don't know how they feel emotionally. They might feel the same way. I can imagine for people who have to travel really frequently. And I don't know how well kids can articulate themselves, but it, that reminder might be hard for them too.
0: Mm.
1: It might be hard for them to put that down and then they go, well, when's he going to be home? Well, that was it. That's, he's on the phone. He's, 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 I'm holding him in my hand, but he can't be here. Okay, like I can imagine psychologically that's a difficult thing to rectify for a youngster, Like depending on the age. But if two, three years old, okay, he's in the phone now for how long for a week for a month yeah Uh, much in the same way that they're finding certain disadvantages to having too much technology exposure in general Mm -hmm. for extremely young people who are interacting maybe even not in a minor way with screens as their default mechanism for accessing reality Mm -hmm. i just listen man i'm saying in a pinch do what you got to do But as far as the habit's concerned, I prefer to program my life around it as much as possible to to try to prioritize uh, real-life interaction wherever possible. But anyway, Apple doesn't give a shit about that, right? Because Apple wants to sell you a product. And unfortunately, there's no product to be sold when you just meet with a person and see them in real life. But there's plenty of products to be sold if you want to do it at distance. Then they're going to help you out big time. Then they're all over you because they'll be cashing that check. Mm -hmm. In a brief post on Medium, Quo wrote that the next generation of HomePod's display could facilitate deeper integration with Apple's other hardware products. Tianma apparently will be a beneficiary of Apple's revamped smart home strategy, becoming the sole supplier of redesigned HomePod display uh, so it kind of looks, well, I mean, it looks like a home pod, except its shape has changed to allow for this landscape display. And, uh, in this case, the woman is talking to a cat.
2: Yeah, I think it's kind of like the cheeky, fun screenshot of it, but, uh, I can see people buying this, you know, instead of their phone, like using their phone, but, uh. And it doubles as an assistant.
1: So, you know. You're talking about the speaker here? Yeah. I don't think they're going to sell a boatloader. I don't know what it is. I don't know why people are not really picking these up like and it's it's anecdotal I mean maybe they move a few products and by the way I'm not talking about this one because it doesn't exist yet maybe Apple needs to do it for people to pay attention but there's a lot of these smart no 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 not even just HomePod but like smart speakers smart displays you heard the report from Amazon about the Echo products taking Mm -hmm. a nosedive and uh, Google forever has been like you're gonna put a screen over here and some reason people are reluctant to do so the only screen the main screen they want to have is just in their pocket Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily want all these other peripherals. So mm-hmm. I'll be surprised to see if it's like a huge hit. It's it maybe you're
2: right. It's like, where does it go? Like, is it by your bedside table or like a desk or your kitchen?
1: Like, where does it go for? I don't know why I think kitchen, because often when Google is showing off their smart display assistant combo device, which I'm forgetting, Home Hub, or whatever the hell they call it, smart, whatever. They often show it off in a kitchen. And it's like getting some pancake mix on it, or something.
2: Yeah. And it doesn't rotate, right? I think it's just kind of, like, stationary. So, like, if you can move around, like, behind it or something, it won't detect it. It's, yeah, it's a weird device.
1: It looks like Samsung is cheating on space zoom moon photos. Well, cheating, I mean... Everybody, I don't think they were even lying about it, were they? Like, it's a yeah,
2: it's a bit confusing because uh, it originated in this Reddit post.
1: Yeah, know? yeah, they're fake. They they always have been, right? It's it's using some fancy behavior to Samsung su-
2: claims that it's using AI and not like Huawei, where they're just replacing the high res photo or the photo with the high res image.
1: It's Photoshop Live. That's what it is it's Photoshop live it's happening like using live. ai and like sharpening it you know well it's 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 taking its best guess at where at how it will look mm-hmm. where the resolution should be reddit user ibreak photos discovers a samsung space zoom simply replaces the user's moon photos with higher res images of the moon through a clever testing process it isn't computational photography it's inserting imagery that simply isn't there yeah it's taking, well, as you can see in this, in this example. Look the, at the color of it. Too. The spots on the moon, it is trying to locate in the same location as the original image. Mm-hmm. Right? The spots are identical on this full moon here. This has 9 million views over here. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's replacing it. I thought this was well known. And honestly, the equipment you would need... To recreate the moon in the fashion that Samsung is pulling off via this technique is would be enormous. It would never happen in your phone.
2: Yeah. So they have to use some sort of AI trickery.
1: Oh, there's definitely trickery going on. Uh-huh. So anyway, I guess the, the troublesome part is that m- maybe this isn't articulated to the general public and they would want to know. Uh-huh. Um... But but yeah, I already knew this, so this is not a surprise to me at all. Let's read the conclusion part from the Reddit post. The moon pictures from Samsung are fake. Samsung's marketing is deceptive. It is adding detail where there is none. In this article, they mention multi-frames, multi-exposures, but the reality is it's AI doing most of the work, not the optics. The optics aren't capable of resolving the detail that you see. Definitely not. Since the moon is tidally locked to the earth, it's very easy to train your model on other moon images and just slap that texture when a moon-like thing is detected. Now, Samsung does say no image overlaying or texture effects are applied when taking a photo because that would cause similar objects to share the same texture patterns. If an object detection were to be confused by the scene optimizer, which might technically be true, you're not applying any texture if you have an AI model that applies the texture as part of the process, but in reality and without all the tech jargon, that's just that's happening it's a texture of the moon on top of the moon Mm. if you turn off scene optimizer you get the actual picture of the moon which is a blurry mess to further drive home my point i blurred the moon even further and clip the highlights which means the area which is above 216 in brightness gets clipped to pure white there's no detail there you just get a white blob i zoomed in on the monitor showing that the image and guess what? Again, you see slapped on a bunch of detail, even in the parts that I clipped, meaning that it couldn't have really learned anything from the clipped portions because there is no data there if you've ever blown out an image. You, uh, you realize that that's the elimination of data in that section. So you can see at some point here, I'm sure the overlay takes place. Snap the photo. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, oh, there's tons of fancy trickery going on. And uh, what is the difference in the long run? I don't know. And why do people take <laughs> pictures of the moon so much? So I don't much? know. The whole thing is a little bit complicated. Um, Just
2: grab a photo on the internet.
1: The whole thing is a little bit complicated. I agree with you, but I don't know. Well, maybe they want to remember where they, the were, like. where, where they were when they saw that moon. I don't know. uh, uh, uh You're asking the wrong guy. Once again, you're asking Uh, the wrong guy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm confused as well. I mean, it is like a party trick, sort of. Maybe, maybe it's just a party trick. You're at, you're out with some people. You're camping or something, and you're like, look what my phone. Just maybe you just want to zoom up on the moon and be like, you ever look at, you ever look at the moon? I mean, really look at the moon, man. And then the person's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And they're like, let me pull out my space zoom. And then just start zooming in. And they're like, whoa, my iPhone can't do that. And you're really like, it doesn't really matter how you did it. it it's a cool trick to pull off. Even if like, the mm-hmm. software is doing it in such a, a quick fashion, that it's kind of a cool trick to pull off. But that's about it. Sure. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Tesla puts a dummy camera in its new vehicles one of these is not like the other now why would you do that placeholder tesla's decided to install dummy cameras new vehicles equipped with hardware 4.0 autopilot self-driving sensors this is of course the latest self-driving package which has a bunch of new sensors the automaker is changing its cameras according to a filing with chinese regulators more specifically the filing showed that tesla had changed its front-facing camera setup from three to two cameras later confirmed after tearing down hardware 4.0 but we're but where the confusion started is when they looked at the enclosure and found that it still had three cameras where they not want people chatting or they, maybe they haven't redesigned the component that holds that hardware in there. Could be a placeholder. Uh, almost looking like a dud. You see the camera on the left is different. Huh. So the middle one and the right one are the legit ones. In the manual, Tesla confirms it's a dummy camera. The bicamera assembly has cutouts for three camera lens assemblies, but one of the cutouts is populated with a dummy camera. Oh, all right, Electrek. Give us your expertise. Why would they do this? Electrek website. No, they don't give us any insight at all? No. But it might
2: be like, yeah, just a placeholder for future um,
1: placement. It's like when you have those cameras. security cameras at stores, but they're not real. Yeah, it's just a black dome. It's like, oh, it's looking at me. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense here because you have another camera right beside. Uh, maybe a better front-facing front bumper angle mm-hmm. for parking. That's the one thing which we've talked about. Not having that like front bumper view. Yeah, on the camera when you when you hit the camera button, you've got this great view of each side and the rear, but you don't have the three sixty stitch for one that all these other cars have. Yeah, they need to put that in, and it seems odd for all the cameras such a technologically advanced vehicle uh-huh. to not have that angle. So maybe you're right. Maybe this would contribute to that. I would think you still have to put a camera in the front bumper I There must be some reason they're reluctant, but
2: but it's weird that they actually. It's not like a cutout. Or it's not like a plastic, um, like, plate that is put on top. It's, like, literally
1: a fake camera. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. That is a little weird. Like, go through the whole process of manufacturing a fake camera. It has a lens as well. But maybe it's worth it. Just design the plastic enclosure if you know for sure you're going to have the specs for the sensor and lens that you want at a later date. Just mm. get going with it already. Curious. I'm Curious. Carries. Man unknowingly unlocks and drives off in someone else's Tesla. The Model 3 owner mistook another Tesla for his own and was able to unlock it with the Tesla app on his smartphone and drive it. What? Well. Huh? That's not how it works. That's scary, isn't it? A strange thing happened to a Canadian Tesla Model 3 owner from Vancouver. He unintentionally managed to unlock someone else's Tesla and drive off using the Tesla app of his own phone. He thought he was getting into his. They do all look so and identical uh, right. and there's thousands of them which is why everybody's modding them mm-hmm. now you have to mod yours will so you know right away that it's yours yeah. actually your color is uh, the color you chose is a little bit more rare than white yeah the midnight silver
2: is that what yours is called it's pretty yeah, it's still common i still see it here
1: and there yeah i know they need more color options basically yeah like he actually drove away in someone else's Tesla. He was in a hurry, picked up his children from school, didn't pay much attention to the car thinking it was his own. He opened the door with his app, got in and drove off. A while later he started to realize something was not right and the car he was driving had a cracked windshield. Upon calling his wife and learning that she didn't know about the crack either, <laughs> Like, did you do it? He started getting suspicious, especially when he noticed that the Charger was not where he usually kept it. Moments later, the mystery started to unravel when he got a text message on his phone saying, Hello, Rajesh. Rajesh, do you drive a Tesla? Whoa. The message was from the actual owner of the vehicle who informed him he was driving the wrong car.
2: It's like, I'm driving your car right now.
1: After parking the vehicle, Randev noticed the wheels were different from his Model 3, so he called the person who texted him and acknowledged the mistake. Is this real? How how does this even happen? We were both laughing. I called the police as well. The police said they have my statement, but they cannot give me a file number because nothing happened. But if something does happen, to let them know and they will investigate. He does not know how the mix-up was possible. More importantly, how he was able to unlock another person's vehicle using the Tesla app on his smartphone. He contacted Tesla and submitted the video evidence, but some of his emails bounced back. Would it be that the original owner, oh, one member on a Tesla forum speculated that the vehicle may have been left unlocked and in valet mode, but there's no indication that that was actually the case, and also that seems unlikely in a parking lot to leave your car that way.
0: Mm.
1: It sounds like a mishap to me. And I don't like... Uh, human error? I actually don't like reading stories like this because I feel like there's some flaw in there that can be exploited by thieves or something. Yeah. Was there a proximity problem where the, where the actual owner was close enough with their phone? Mm-hmm. And then once the car was moving, like, what happens, Will, if you unlock, pull away in your car, but leave your phone like where you were leaving from? At what point does it shut down? I've never done this experiment. Yeah, we should give it a shot. I don't know. Like, what if you... What if this guy was parked right in front of where his desk is, right? And his phone is on the desk. And this guy and walks up to the car and it unlocks because the phone is too close. Uh-huh. How does that whole proximity sequence work? Yeah,
2: in terms of starting the car, too. Like, the phone would have to be in the car to start it. Does but he? what if what if you drive away without the phone? Like, does it automatically check that
1: the phone is near you? You know what? Uh, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of Since questions we here. We could probably get to the bottom of it. We have two two Teslas, and I could try. But ours are different models, though. I wonder if it was key here that it was the exact same spec. Mm. Anyway, it's this is not good. Nobody likes this. I, I, I mean, I believe them. That it happened. Why would you... It's kind of funny in this case, but you know there's people out there that are paying a lot more attention than us and trying to figure out what the exploit yeah. what the exploit actually was. Yeah. We'll keep uh, updated on that. We'll oh, sounds good. Here we have a fan-made Tesla dealership Lego. You might like this one. And it won't let other cars... <laughs> it has a Cybertruck, too. Use its supercharged. Is this officially licensed? No, fan-made. No, it's fan-made. Which is pretty impressive they made teslas as well the little cars yeah the dealership looks good so you know the lego the lego crowd is pretty serious yeah they the yeah they don't mess around like custom parts and stuff my 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 kid got one of those gundams the other day i know it's obviously a different thing <laughs> okay and i was just like man you gotta be really into Dude, this It's complicated you gotta be really into this yeah. He went to some high level right away, and I went to this hobby store, and, and, he, and it was crowded in there. Okay. And everybody's just clipping away at these... Uh, these little plastic molds? Just clipping away. Yeah. Clipping and clicking and clipping and clicking and clipping and clicking. It's very in-depth. Well, anyway, this when, probably when you get to this level of Lego, it's not all that different, because he's got to isolate the, all the pieces he's going to need for this build, and he's going to have to come up with the plans independently. Look at that. That looks so cool. He, he's so well done. And he puts it in the ideas marketplace. Like, I guess his inventory of bricks is so sick that he can, like, look at how he's managed to pick so many bricks that are, like, smooth, uh-huh. know, to get the right dimension. I think he's using the gasoline nozzle piece, though, unless he... It's a gun? Is it a weapon? <laughs> or is yeah, it he's like a it. weapon? Interesting. It's cool. You've got to come up with creative problem solving for all these different items that Lego has a piece for, like that Lego has pieces that are similar, but not exactly made for it. And then you have to make a convincing model out of it. And this person has obviously achieved that. Yeah. Over here.
2: It's very cool. So hopefully Lego picks it up and actually sells this.
1: Well, they would have to get a licensing deal going with, with Tesla. Tesla you know. And I, I don't know how, how that all works. They're busy with Star Wars and all that stuff. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Nonetheless. 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 Electric cars are ditching AM radio, a critical safety tool. This is true. I have not seen AM radio in which car. The Taycan has no AM radio. Does the Tesla have AM radio? Yeah. It has a, is, the tune-in
2: radio app. Okay. But I think it has AM. That's a little tried, different,
1: actually. though. Yeah, it's an app. Yeah, that's a little different because you would assume the web would be down. Like the idea of the security feature is zombie apocalypse status and there's people are just go back to broadcasting on AM or something to Mm. to reach people Mm. in an emergency situation where maybe like the cell towers are down. Mm. AM radio is one of the critical ways that federal, state, and local officials communicate with the public during natural disasters. See what I mean? And other emergencies. If drivers don't have access, they might miss important safe- safety alerts. It hasn't happened to me in my life where I've needed AM radio, I don't think. Automakers say EVs electric motors interfere with AM frequencies, creating annoying buzzing noises and faded signals. Okay. Can't even do it. Can't even do the AM. Automakers say consumers are moving away from radio and television for news and information. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need automakers to tell us that. hmm Those that have dropped AM radio say customers can still access transmissions in other ways, such as through digital streaming packages or Bluetooth connections to smartphone apps. Okay. But again, those systems need to be up and running to then utilize the AM. The Trade Association Alliance for Automotive Innovation also points out that FEMA's public warning system is designed to provide redundant alerts across multiple outlets, text messages, and emergency alerts. I'm saying if the cell network is down. But I guess radio towers can be damaged, too. Hmm. Why is it whenever I'm, I am watch a zombie movie, you got to tune in to some radio station Yeah. to get the alert? It's the last thing standing is maybe simpler tech.
2: <laughs> yeah, and AM is kind of just like a broad range. It's yeah, like, or people... It's like a
1: huge area. People also say shortwave radio as well. Right. You pick right. up the piece, you know. Remember when you had the convoy there going to Ottawa and everybody was communicating via... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, that was what it was. Yeah, Walkie talkies. Terrestrial radio, both AM and FM, reach 92% of the US population more than any other medium. Wow. Well, reach means what? Like, you still have to turn it on. I guess people have the technology and one of the things that they own. 50 million people listen to AM radio, according to Nielsen figures. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. To this day. Of the 20 automakers surveyed, BMW, Ford, Mazda, Polestar, Rivian, Tesla, Volkswagen, and Volvo have all removed AM radios from their EVs. Hmm. I don't think it's coming back anytime soon. I think people are just going to have to figure it out in the zombie apocalypse. They're going to need to keep a an AM radio in the glove box or something. Crank, yeah. crank powered. Those things exist. An like old timey crank powered. They're pretty low power consumption devices. Uh-huh. Elon Musk thought it was unfair to jail the QAnon shaman who broke into the Capitol, but the DOJ says none of the footage was withheld and Tucker Carlson only showed four minutes of it. Uh, You hit me with a topic that I vaguely was vaguely exposed to. All I saw was the clip of him, if it looking like he's being escorted through the Capitol. Uh Like they're kind of very casually marching around as if he has permission from the security. Uh That's the way it looks to me. But that's the extent of my exposure. The DOJ responded on Sunday, saying that all the f- the footage was already provided during discovery. Elon Musk previously suggested that there was a miscarriage of justice. I think he did spend quite a, quite a bit of time in jail. Maybe it's in this article, and then people were saying, is you know, did was that the correct amount of punishment? Um, and then also with the these clips being shown off. How much of it was being withheld, what's happening in the rest of the footage, etc. The DOJ filing stated that all of the footage was provided in Discovery by December, or sorry, September 24, 2021, which is about three weeks after Chance ple- pled guilty, but more than a month before he was sentenced. Oh, there you go. 41 months in prison. Mm. It sounds longer when you put it in months. Yeah. Not like a few years, but 41 months sounds like a long time in prison. Mm-hmm. So I guess
2: this is a tweet that caused a stir. Well, yeah, Elon also said free uh, free that guy, Jacob Chansley.
1: Yeah, and someone says, oh, look, Elon's part of the MAGA movement. Yeah, And he goes, I'm not part of MAGA, but I do believe in fairness of justice. Chansley was falsely portrayed in the media as a violent criminal who tried to overthrow the state. And who urged others to commit violence? But here he is urging people to be peaceful and go home. Uh, in a in a in another clip that he posted, well, this guy just became kind of the focal point because like, you have to wonder if he was wearing a different outfit if he would have suffered such a harsh penalty. Mm-hmm. Because he became the poster of the entire all the events that transpired,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so you know they want to make a. Make an example of the most obvious, sort of the icon of of the event. Like, just scroll back up and let's take one more look. Scroll up to the very top. You see what I'm saying? It's like, if this guy arrives... He's making a statement. If this guy arrives, not you, you're, you're go- he's going to get some attention. And people on social media are really going to focus on this Uh because it it, it becomes it became such a quick it became such a symbol of that event Mm -hmm. yeah
2: direct focus was on
1: him can you just scroll back down to the this video clip that elon is suggesting i'm just curious about yeah right there what was actually said if it's a video clip here play this
0: Go we're gonna pull up the tweet. Donald Trump has we're asked everybody to go home. We're staying! Okay, then stay, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. This is America! You guys want to stay that's fine? Right. Donald Trump has asked everybody to go home! Yeah, Oh wait, read this! Hold on, hold on! Read this. Read this. Read this. Read this. this is what read, 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 read this. This is read it! No violence, remember the art. We are the party of law and order. Respect our law enforcement, yeah. men and women in blue. No, no, no. up a video. There's a video. Yeah, he has a video. He just tweeted it. Right. I'll put it on here. how's this job? Got right to listen to Trump. At least make Wow, what a
1: strange event. Like what what a weird energy there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, even within that this is what happens when chaos ensues is there's no reasoning. Mm-hmm. Like one group or person can be saying one thing and and the other half can be like, screw that. And that's obviously what's going on here. It's like conflict within even the group. Um, but it seems pretty obvious to me that, yeah, he was, he, I mean, in, at least in that clip. And again, I haven't like reviewed all the footage. I don't know who has. I don't know who has all the footage, but um, certainly in that clip, viewed 48 million times, he is saying, Go home. But he also said, if you want to stay, it's a free country, stay. And then it's like... And also, to what degree does he have authority over this group at this point? I mean, uh-huh. it, again, he's the most visible because of the way he's presenting himself as a, some, some kind of... Uh, he's got the megaphone. But you can see how ineffective it even is. Like, nobody's really budging. It's not like, oh, okay, he said like, go home, let's go home. Like, uh-huh. it's one of those things, once you get a mass of people together, like, once you have that sort of mob mentality... Mm-hmm. it's all out the window, man. It gets pretty chaotic fast and devolves quickly, yeah. regardless of who the group is or what they're even talking about.
2: Yeah, everyone just wants to match each other's energy, like the the opposition, mm-hmm. and it just spirals.
1: And even here, someone's saying, he said, let's go home, and then proceeded to venture through the building, which I guess those other clips must come after this, uh-huh. based on this suggestion here from Ken. So it, it's like, it's... everyone's like we don't have to go home and he's like but the tweet says go home and then they're convincing him they're like we don't have to go home no it's fine let's take a look around and then you got to have like a strong plan going on and by the time it got to that point it was obviously far it was too far along to quickly shut it down if people would have listened in that moment you might have had a different outcome Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I guess the, it, it definitely the conversation is still up for grabs about what that punishment was. As far as forty one months yeah. in prison is a, quite a long time in prison, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or
2: not? Apparently, uh, this is up for discussion. But I just remember at the beginning of like the insurrection, like everyone painted, like every every outlet painted him as like the guy
1: who started everything. Did you just do a poll in real time on this chat? Yeah, I did. That was serious. But, yeah, it seems like. But uh, people want to do, people, people do want to ask know. questions and then it muddies the waters significantly when you and see. And then the video comes The out, clip like of, all these of the security there or the police there kind of guiding him around the premises. Like, ah, well, come take a look before you leave. It uh-huh. looks so casual. And it's like, what the hell is that about? So it, it it puts enough mud, and enough murkiness in the water to make it extremely difficult to comprehend mm-hmm. what, what is a, what is actually happening and who's involved and all the rest of it. Yeah. But he was definitely the face of it, I'll tell you that. Because that, his picture was everywhere yeah. after I went down. Mm-hmm. Robot lawyer. Do not pay as being sued by a law firm because it does not have a law degree. Oh, you saw this coming. Yeah. This is the one uh, for traffic tickets, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. He was like, well, everyone's using these AI tools for all these variety of purposes. Why shouldn't it be allowed in a courtroom when a defendant is defending themselves
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they can use an AI assistant in order to aid the, their ability to do that? You are allowed to represent yourself. However, once you have, I guess, this is probably the case that these lawyers are making, once you have any other thing representing you, then they need to be they need to have a legal qualifications. Mm-hmm. Do not pay which uses AI to provide legal services is facing a proposed class action lawsuit. The complaint claims that do not pay has been practicing law poorly and lacks a license. Do not pay CEO Joshua Browder pledged to fight the lawsuit that he said has no merit. It's facing a proposed class action by a Chicago-based law firm. That's hilarious. The law firm. <laughs> oh, the complaint argues, unfortunately for its customers, Do Not Pay is actual is not actually a robot, a lawyer, nor a law firm. Do Not Pay does not have a law degree. It is not barred in any jurisdiction and is not supervised by any lawyer. Well, I don't think it was ever claimed that it was any of those things. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of Jonathan Faridian. Who said he'd use Do Not Pay to draft various legal documents, including demand letters, a small claims court filing, and a job discrimination complaint? Per the complaint, he believed he'd purchased legal documents from a lawyer that was competent to provide them, but got substandard results. Do not play. Do not pay claims to use artificial intelligence to help customers handle an array of legal services without needing to hire a lawyer. Is founded in 2015. Wow, that's the other cool part. that's actually been around for a while. Um. Again, I I think that they're not necessarily claiming to be those things. But aiding the person. Aiding the the individual in their own self defense. Like anyone can defend themselves. Yeah. However, what are the tools in order to do so? Like, is that that person's going to sit at home and Google all as many laws as they can and say, "Hey, like research for probable cause," or like they're gonna they're gonna try to defend themselves? Uh-huh. Well, that's where I believe this thing comes in. Now, I, I also understand how there could be a misconception around what you're actually paying for and the degree to which it's accurate. Much in the same way when people were using ChatGPT to do their homework, uh-huh. and then they're like, "Actually, it's not really perfect." Uh-huh. So, it's a question of how you represent what you have and how you kind of curb the expectations of individuals interacting with it.
2: Yeah. Is that person going to wear like an earpiece that's spinning out exactly what the AI is going to say?
0: Hmm.
1: Anyway, um, do not pay does not want to back down. Time and time again, the only people that win are the lawyers. This is a quote. So I wanted to do something about it. Building the do not pay robot lawyer to empower consumers to take on corporations on their own. He but he said. calls it a robot lawyer. <laughs> so you're saying that the way it's... Well, I don't know. What do you want? Is that really Should all the that robot crazy? robot take, take the bar exam? Like, ChatGPT, people call it a chat bot, don't they? Um. Yeah. Yeah, bot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, that's the term that people are using for this type of... This type of product, this type of intelligence. Should it just be like called assistance? Some sort of
2: like AI assistance? Like a, a robot lawyer is very specific.
1: It's just more fun. But sure, yeah. I, I don't think this is on the same level as autopilot with the self driving. Full self driving is so explicit. Mm. That, uh, but I guess the interpretation of robot could imply to people that it is a substitute for a human lawyer. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, we could get into the terminology, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. But the, you can understand the incentives for lawyers to try to put this stuff away because, mm-hmm. well, there's lots of money to be made here. And I presume the profit margins on the robotic version is not quite the same. And then also the level of expertise, the profession as a whole, this is the argument that they will make. They will mm-hmm. say that this is... Substandard, and it's compromising the entire practice, and sure. it's making a mockery of our qualifications and the twenty-eight years as we spent getting this, this uh, yeah, all the education, and sure, you yeah. know what I mean. What are yeah. you talking about, robot lawyers? Get yeah. on my face with that. That's what I mean. That's the case that they're making. Well, gotcha. Disney just unveiled a real lightsaber, and Star Wars fans are in awe. What do you mean, a real lightsaber?
2: A real lightsaber? Dude, it's like um, you have the hilt, and then it... it
1: Did you just say hilt on this show?
2: Yeah, it grows into a lightsaber.
1: Josh Damaro, Disney Parks and Experiences chairman, gave his presentation at this week's South by Southwest, and one moment in particular has excited Star Wars fans across the globe explaining to those in attendance that Disney parks will be honing in on storytelling tomorrow and failed what he build as being a real lightsaber. I have the coolest job in the world tomorrow, declared before I... I'm holding a real lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. You want to see it? Yeah, of course. Oh, boy. I, I do want to see it, but first I want to check out this Sonnet Insurance advertisement, if you don't mind. Okay. I'm really curious totally about breakthrough.
0: it. Look!
1: It's That's non-skippable, Sonnet too. Auto well, I just... It's completely online. They've finally Sonnet. solved my home and auto insurance needs. Smart. Yeah. So max
2: and save it's a great timing. ...by bundling home and auto insurance with Sonnet, a top-rated Canadian insurance company on Trustpilot. Who loves Sonnet? You do. you do. You do. Take a moment. Save a bundle. Visit Sonnet.ca. The true wow moment for our guests and for me, as you can tell. I love firing this thing up as much as I possibly can. <laughs>
0: no, they told me only twice. Oh my god! Oh! <laughs> this was a hard.
1: Well, I feel like that sound came from somewhere else. He doesn't. <laughs> okay. I don't know that he can actually sure, fight with that thing. Sure, it's not the sound, then. I mean, you know, like you're in the film. It is such
0: an iconic moment,
1: and we knew. Yeah. Give me one more, if I don't, I don't have to watch. Only if I don't have to watch an ad. Oh, yeah. oh my the god! Wow, ever, this is that is ever. wild. <laughs> I can't even hit a retention replay. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness! Here, okay, okay, one. will you? Now you're now you're talking. They dream
2: up things like
1: this. That's the whole sound that. system in the place. Okay, bro. you're worried
2: about the sound. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm worried is, about it. This is about the lightsaber. This is a weird reflection there too. Look at that. I think it's the lens. I still that this thing- Swing it, bro exist but it does like i said i have the coolest job in the world i'm holding a real lightsaber
1: right now now this this one is part of our star wars galactic star Cruiser experience at walt disney world and we're lucky enough to have someone here who can tell us
2: just how the heck they did this so i want you all to say hello to leslie evans cool. leslie. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: That's pretty convincing, it's eh? It's pretty cool. I I mean they finally de- did it. It's definitely the way up and the way down. Yeah. It's the that's the key. Like uh-huh. the the pace going up and coming yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And it looks convincing. But I don't know. Like is, the it, light is it fair to call objects. it a real lightsaber? You have to slice something well, with it. If it's <laughs> it's a not real... going to cut a lemon or something. But there's guys, I think there's guys on YouTube that recreate ones that are actually slicing things. Yeah, I know Hacksmith did one. So, But it was incredibly dangerous. And they in- had
2: like a. Incredibly dangerous. But the fact that they can do it in like this small little uh, container here, that it looks very convincing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they they the look of it, yeah, it's sick. So they finally did it. It's cool for sure. Finally. Yeah. All right, last one. Man sues Buffalo Wild Wings because he says its boneless wings are actually chicken nuggets. When was when was when were we all gonna talk about the fact that there's no such thing as a boneless chicken wing, right? That that's that doesn't exist. Not yet. What do you mean? You're gonna grow it in a lab or something? Yeah, it's gonna be lab. An actual chicken wing has a bone in it. Because it's a chicken's wing. And uh-huh. yeah, that always bugged me on a menu. They're like, you want boneless? I'm like, get out of here. You make it sound like you took the bones out of it. It's, like, it's not like a watermelon with seedless. Uh-huh, yeah. It's rude. But they are, yeah. They are chicken nuggets or chicken fingers or chicken blobs or whatever they are. And then they're just sauced up as if they were wings and they're so, sort of in the shape of wings. Yeah, they're
2: mashed up. Chicken
1: parts, sure. Yeah, it's and like
2: formed into nuggets. It's like a That's nugget. That's what it is.
1: But I thought everybody knew this. But this guy's pissed at the at the language. A yeah, man he's is, like, why is that? Buffalo Wild Wings, saying his boneless wings are closer to chicken nuggets. His lawsuit says "boneless" implies the product is a chicken wing that has sim- simply been deboned. Yeah, it does. It, it kind of. It, we have a lot of like language stuff going on in this episode here today. Yeah. Yeah. A man filed a class action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings claiming that its boneless wings are actually made of chicken breast and are closer in composition to chicken nuggets than wings. He filed at least one other class action lawsuit, claiming that the natural label on Tom's wicked fresh mouthwash and in the high in fiber label on kind granola. So he's going after all kinds of, yeah. yeah. Buffalo wowing Colgate kind and hefty. He found a lawyer and the lawyer was like, I'll do whatever you want. And he's like, yeah, let's try. We're going after everyone. But the boneless wings one is kind of irritating to me the way, because I've had to explain it to my kids. They're like, what do I, they say, you want boneless? And the kids are like, I don't know. What do you mean by that? And I'm like, no, you don't want the boneless. I mean, unless you do want the boneless, but let me explain to you what it actually is. But they're not the wing. It's not actually a chicken wing, Mm -hmm. just so you're aware. Yeah,
2: it's strange that they call it boneless.
1: Yeah, I know. Like
2: the boneless wing.
1: Listen, man, I hear you. Yeah. I'm just opening up my Kirkland drip over here. Oh, okay. I don't know. You know what? These companies, sometimes they just pay... That is a hefty... uh, That is a hefty... What do you call it? Stop No moisture packet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not silica gel, but it's serving a similar function, keeping moisture out of the bag here. No, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like the, I don't like the terminology, boneless chicken wings, so they can get rid of that one. All right. I'll be fine with it. I don't, I don't want them to have to, you know, I don't, I don't know how many lawsuits you need, but let's just stop calling them boneless chicken wings. Call them, they do sometimes, some places you'll see, it'll be like, uh, they would have some sort of, uh, barbecue chicken wrap or something, and it would be chicken tenders with uh, like wing sauce on it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: A buffalo buffalo chicken wrap. But they don't try to say buffalo chicken wing wrap. They just say buffalo chicken wrap. So they should yeah. just have buffalo chicken fingers or buffalo chicken nuggets. I I agree, yeah. And yeah. you just fixed it. And I don't think it's going to hurt any sales or anything.
2: And the chicken fingers are way better than the the actual nuggets because it's dippable
1: oh you're saying the shape yeah oh i just noticed another little ooh, pull the label off another little uh touch on the sleeve yeah there's a i know. didn't see that before so costco wholesale on the sleeve since 1983 yeah. i don't know if they're gonna see it on my camera will give me a there uh, you go give yeah, me yeah. a close-up over here
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Costco wholesale since 1983 on the sleeve. That is some high end stuff for 14 bucks. That's not nothing. You're doing all that for 14? Well, I'm not going to say 14 because the original price was 20, but they're size XL because they're the ones
2: that are available at the time.
1: So which you're going to a little bit
2: bigger. You're going to do a wash and shrink on yours. I think I will. This yeah. one's a bit oversized. Yeah.
1: Well, I got to put it on here. You, you talk to the people for a second. I got to put it on. Okay. Well
2: we got the the crew neck here which is uh um unisex sweater 15 bucks it retails for 27 and then we got the fleece jogger which is about 30 bucks these are all canadian prices and this one is actually available in a lot of sizes so Yeah, this is nice. Are you gonna are you gonna wear it?
1: This is actually kinda cozy. Hey? It's not bad, eh? This is uh This is what kinda well, this is kinda cozy over here. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah.
2: Loose strips down. <laughs> it's not bad, right? Um It's a decent fit. I wouldn't say it's like great, but
1: I would say if 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 it was a large maybe you know that this is uh yeah. you got to shrink it in I don't think you can do better for the 14 that you paid yeah there's no chance yeah hmm all right well listen we have our first exposure to uh the Costco or Kirkland drip we may not. It may not stop here. We may set our sights on some other items, uh-huh. even if we have to import them. The cuff is good. Here, um, the heather gray is on the. It's on the lighter side. It's got a fuzzy, fleece-like interior thing going on. We have the detail on the sleeve. It's on the outside of the sleeve, and we have the um, the subtle logo here. Although, as mentioned. There are some bigger logo <laughs> options. You being like a non-logo guy, that looks strange on you. Because yeah. everything I wear is so plain. It looks yeah. like I work at Costco and right Costco, now. Costco, of all brands. It looks like I work at Costco right now. Someone says, do you think it will pill? It's definitely, listen, I don't know, probably. Yeah, I think so. It is, uh, it is couch potato type
2: of wear. With a, a throw blanket. But you know, I, you know, it's a nice combination.
1: It it, it kind of does something to your brain when you see it. Like it's really odd. You know what do you mean? Oh, the, I don't know to see uh, base because people they wear this in the store, don't they? I think so. Yeah. Do employees wear something similar? <laughs> oh man! I know it's not Kirkland. He couldn't find the Kirkland one. He only yeah. got the he only got the Costco branded one. Costco wholesale, but I like that it says wholesale on it too. Uh huh. Yeah, it's funny stuff. 14. We're gonna
2: we're gonna get more, Kirkland, more drip. Yeah. Okay. Sometime, you know, in the future, when they're available,
1: the Kirkland signature big logo in the center and the, uh, the patterned one. The pattern, yeah. Yeah, those, those are those are will be those will be crazy. We gotta find some. Yeah. Oh yeah, this guy's saying Costco employees just wear whatever they want. All they need is the name tag. But isn't, doesn't the name tag, it has a big Costco on it? And it sits right in this location? Is that why it's kind of convincing me? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. There you have it. We've gotten closer to the bottom of it. In terms of Costco slash Kirkland drip next items we get are gonna don't worry we're gonna get that Kirk we might even pick up some of those oversized muffins you never know what's gonna happen on this show there is no show like this show that's why we do this show thank you very much to everybody who joined here today thank you to everybody who went on this wild ride who's been a part of this experiment which has now turned into an ongoing experiment we're back in the driver's seat We're back on a roll, a few days in a row. Thanks to everybody who joins for the live stuff. Thanks to everybody who, who joins after the fact. Thanks to everybody who watches the clips. We truly do appreciate it. And it won't be too long before we see you again. I'm pretty sure we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Later.